0: What's up everyone? Welcome to episode number 30 of The Joke Strap. This is Wes Hoffman. Uh thanks for coming along for this episode. Uh it is Monday, January 29th. Um almost done with month number 1 of 2018. I guess it's time to stop saying Happy New Year cuz it ain't really new anymore. Um so yeah, welcome to the show. Uh didn't do an episode last week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It didn't happen um did an open mic instead last Monday so that's where I was um it was the Woodhams open mic however it wasn't at Woodhams uh because Woodhams had a busted pipe that they had to fix had to close down the bar so they ended up doing the open mic at a different location last week which was off the hook sports bar and grill and uh yeah things got a little little weird um uh, <laughs> We, uh, uh, my roommate and I, we went to the open mic. We showed up around eight o'clock, uh, because it was said that they were going to try to start the mic at eight o'clock, but then it didn't actually start till like around nine and, uh, we started drinking while we were waiting and then, uh, we didn't go up till like 15th or 16th. So we were drinking a little bit more. And then by the time we got up to do our bits, um, yeah, we kind of like, we both sucked. At least that's what we think. Anyway, uh yeah, it was still fun though. Um but yeah, so that's what that's why there was no episode recorded last week. I know sometimes I do record them in advance and then just post them on Monday, but that didn't happen either. So, um so yeah, how's it going everybody? Uh yeah, it's been 2 weeks. Uh, it's been an eventful 2 weeks. Uh it's been a good year so far, so no complaints there. And I uh, hope everyone is doing well. Uh Got some shows coming up this week. Uh, Tomorrow, Tuesday, January 30th, I will be at Buzzworks in San Francisco. Uh, That is a 7.30 p.m. show. Uh, You should come on out to that show. It's a free show. Uh, Got a great lineup of comedians. Tony Sparks is going to be there. K Chang, uh, Gene Yee, uh, Matt Gubser, and uh, myself. Uh, (laughs) It'll be great. Uh, It's going to be a fun time. Uh, You should come out, check it out. On Thursday, I'm going to be at the Matching Half Cafe, um, also in San Francisco. uh, So, come check that show out. Um, I think the doors open around 6.30 p.m. for that one. Uh, So, looking to have some fun in San Francisco this week. Um, Different crowds, different different things for me to work on. um, Because uh, every audience is different. And I know San Francisco, um, I think they tend to... uh, um, They... uh, attend more comedy shows than the people that live in this area. So they're going to be more, um, they're, they're tougher to make laugh. I feel. So it's always good to go to San Francisco, work on your stuff and get a real idea of what is actually funny. Um, I think you get a better idea of it in that in that area than at, in the South Bay. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong, but I do know the taste of humor is different wherever you go. And, It's better to try to get around to different places um, to figure out how well your jokes work on a universal level. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to both of those shows. going to be a fun time. I don't know about the commute, but other than that, um, it should be fun. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, those are the upcoming shows, and uh, that's for this week anyway. Uh, Next week, uh, 88 Keys Cafe, Wednesday, uh, February 7th, uh, that's going to be a great one. That's in Morgan Hill at 7.30 p.m. Uh, it's a show I host and produce uh, the first Wednesday of every month. Uh, that'll be a fun one with headliner Liz Grant. Um, so if you want to go to that show, be sure to pick up some tickets from Smart in Morgan Hill or from 88 Keys Cafe itself and uh, hope to see you there. Uh, it's uh, $10 in advance or $15 at the door. So it's going to be fun um man sports world of sports a lot of stuff has been happening recently uh the san jose sharks um they're actually in second place in their division so they're doing better i guess even though it seems like they go into overtime every game and then end up losing but you know you get into overtime you still get a point in the standings and i guess that's all that matters uh they're in second place now the vegas knights are the only, vegas golden knights are the only team that's uh still ahead of them um the Sharks have 59 points in the standings. Calgary, though, is right behind uh, San Jose with 58 points. And then Los Angeles and Anaheim have 57 points. So it's a really tight uh, uh, division there for that second spot. Um, Vegas kind of has a comfortable lead right now in first place. They have 68 points with the 32-12-4 and four record. And, yeah, San Jose sits in second place with the 26-15 And seven record. Um, in my last episode, I was talking about how I thought uh, the the Sharks needed to get uh Paul Martin back and uh, get him back in the the lineup there, but uh, that is not going to happen because he had been put on waivers since then, and then uh, nobody picked him up on waivers. So technically, he's been released, but um, he's still playing hockey at the minor league level. Um, he's still playing with the San Jose Barracuda, which is the Sharks minor league team, but officially he's not a member of the Sharks. I I don't know how, I don't know how that works, but (laughs) that's how it is. He's not like with the team, like they would have to do some like contract negotiations if they wanted to bring Paul Martin back to the San Jose Sharks. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's how that works. Um. And uh, so, I don't know. I thought they could have used him, but I guess, guess not. Um, the The hockey all-star game was uh, this past weekend. Uh, yesterday, actually, uh, Brent Burns played for the Pacific. Uh, the Pacific ended up winning. Um, it's uh, If you don't know, uh, the hockey all-star game has changed recently. So, they have the four divisions make four different teams. And then they play uh, like a three-on-three tournament, uh, two periods each. 10 minutes long so the pacific won their first game five to two and then they played again against uh i believe it was a metropolitan team and they won that game five to two so they ended up winning the whole thing um winning the all-star game and i believe uh it's a, a million dollar uh prize that gets uh split amongst all the players on the team or something like that so good for good for burns good for the pacific division for winning the All-Star Game, congrats. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the second half of the, even though it's further, the the All-Star Game uh, is beyond the first half of the season. Uh, the, the part after the All-Star Game is still considered the second half. So hopefully the second half of the season goes well for the Sharks and they can keep it up. Um, it is a bummer uh, that Joe Thornton recently got uh, injured for the Sharks And he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season. Um, Some people aren't even sure if he'll be back for the playoffs. And he could be done for his career. Um, Hurt his leg. uh, The opposite leg that he hurt last season. uh, In a similar injury. So um, we should see. I believe it was an ACL tear or sprain. I'm not sure which one it was. But uh, yeah. Hopefully they can uh, get him back at the end of the season. Hopefully. uh, Because he would it would still be helpful, I believe. Uh, but yeah. Um, so that's what's going on in the hockey world. Um, the athletics, um, they had their, uh, uh fan fest, uh, this past Saturday on uh, the 27th at Jack London square. Um, so I attended that. Um, it was a, it was a nice, uh, setup that they had this year. Um, it was, a. Um, they had more space than they did last year when they had a Juggernaut London square. Last year was good, but this year was a little bit of upgrade, uh, cause it had more space. It was more spread out. Um, there was a lot of fans that showed up. Um, a lot of good players, uh, that were there representing the A's guys like Matt Olson, um, Matt Chapman, and, uh, some hall of famers were there. Ricky Henderson was there. And, uh, well, actually Ricky was the only hall of famer that was there. But, uh, but yeah, they had a a good represent good representation of the team there, um, and it was a good time. Uh, good to see all the players. And uh they actually have a new jersey that they revealed, I believe, on f- for Friday home games. It's like a a Kelly Green jersey that they're going to wear, and it's pretty sharp. I might have to get one of those jerseys because it looks pretty neat. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I may just have to do that. Uh, so, uh, the A's made a trade today too. Uh, they traded for Brandon Moss, um, and uh Ryan Butcher or Butcher, I think it's Butcher, uh, from the Kansas City Royals. Uh, they traded Jesse Hahn, a pitcher, and uh, another pitcher in the minor leagues, Heath Filmyer, for uh, Moss and Butcher. And uh, at first, I was like, wait, what? Why? Uh, we don't need Brandon Moss back. He two it uh, 207 for the Royals last year. And yeah, he hit like 22 home runs. But there's no real spot in the A's current lineup for Brandon Moss to be playing. That's kind of why we got rid of Ryan Healy is because he was sort of one-dimensional. And I feel, like Brian, Brian, little, uh, I feel like Brandon Moss is sort of one-dimensional at this point in his career too. I think he's only a DH type. I uh, really want don't want to put him in the outfield or at first base. Especially when you have like a guy like Matt Olson playing first base, which he's great with the glove and the bat, so you don't really need to uh and you don't need a platoon with a guy like Olsen. He proved that last year. So and it wouldn't make sense because they're both left handed anyway, so <laughs> uh platooning two lefties doesn't make any sense. Um and uh, I think the A's outfield is strong enough. Um they got guys like Chad Pender that could play right. Uh, they got Boog Powell in center. Uh, Mark Canna could possibly play left field. Um, And they have some uh, other outfield options already, too. Uh, I don't think Brandon Moss really kind of fits into their whole game plan. But who knows? Maybe he can win a spot in spring training. Maybe he could be a backup somewhere, and maybe he'll help out. But I feel like the real reason behind this trade was the A's getting Ryan Butcher. Uh, They wanted another left-handed reliever. Uh, in the bullpen, uh, so they made this deal with the Royals. So now they got another lefty uh, in their bullpen, and hopefully it'll help them out. Um, he seems to be excited about joining the A's too, so that's always a good thing when a player gets traded, and he's actually excited about being traded. Unlike guys like uh, Miami's Marcel uh, Marcelo Zuna, who apparently was rumored to be g- traded to the A's for a little while. And uh, ended up getting traded to the Cardinals instead, and came out and said it re- in a report. Oh, I am really glad. I am just thankful I wasn't traded to the A's. I don't know. Uh, we, we the A's do not want to get a guy like that. That's for sure. If you are not if you are not uh, happy to be where you are playing, then uh, the A's do not want you. And they've definitely traded for a few guys like that in the past. Uh, most memorable to me is trading for Matt Holliday and even though he never vocalized it uh you could tell by his uh his sort of mannerism and the way he went about himself um that he really didn't never he never wanted to be in Oakland um so it just didn't work out there for Matt Holiday um so when he was dealt away from Oakland it really wasn't a big deal uh for his fans anyway i don't believe um yeah he was a good player and everything but he just wasn't uh, doing his best. he wasn't. It didn't seem like he was really trying when he was with Oakland. That's always uh, sad to see. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's an uh, update on the baseball world. Spring training is going to be getting underway within a few weeks here. Um, so getting excited about that. And um, we'll have to uh, come up with my predictions for the 2018 season here, uh, I guess, pretty sh- shortly in a month or so and uh looking forward to another exciting season of baseball. Um so uh what I wanted to talk about uh in this episode uh, as far as comedy goes is uh talk talk about like uh when you're working on jokes and uh say a jokes like really funny uh but you're tired of saying the joke. Uh how do you what do you do in that situation? What do you get uh how do you get rid of that? Or how do you keep the joke and make it fresher so it's still fun for you to say? Or how do you just say, okay, well, I'm done with that joke. I'm not going to tell it anymore. Even though people that you talk to, either other comedians or friends, are like, but it's really funny. You should keep it. But if you're not feeling the joke, what do you do? What's more important for you? What what should a c- comedian do? And I've been kind of like rattling lot rattling the idea around in my brain. And I'm like, I don't know, cause, and it's, and it's weird because it's a joke that I haven't been doing for too long that I feel this way about. Um, it's a, uh, it's a bit that I have, uh, usually earlier on in my set and, uh, it's been working and, uh, I don't know. I just like, when I sit, when I talk about it now, just, I guess the subject matter of the joke, I'm just not, I'm not into it anymore. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, it has been getting laughs. So do I continue to go with it? Uh, do I twist it around to make it something uh, that's more excitable to me? Or do I just can it and hope I come up with something else that's b- better? I I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Um, I don't know. I think um, if I'm not having fun do- telling a joke that... I probably shouldn't be saying it. I mean, that's my overall idea. Uh, but sometimes that's easier said than done, um, especially when a joke is working. Um, but I've had jokes that have worked for a while um, that I ended up getting rid of either because it was a recommendation of a, a club owner or a friend saying, hey, that joke's dated. Um, it's Even though people are laughing, it's not really accurate or stuff like that, and I have been able to like get rid of jokes that were working, and that's not the problem, um, is just getting rid of a joke that's new and working, and uh, but just not feeling it, I don't know, uh, what's more important, is it more important to get the laughs, or is it more important to actually be excited about something you're talking about? What is more important? That's what I want to know. Like, I think there's a lot of bands, right, that perform the same song over and over and over on every tour. And, um, because they're, like, the number one hits. And, uh, I think at some point, they got to get sick of performing the same song over and over, yet they keep doing it because it's what the fans want. So, I mean, I'm not comparing myself to some big band or anything, but I think it goes along the same sort of lines where, um there's if there's people following you in your comedy they expect to hear certain jokes um and uh i don't know i just think like i i know i've seen some bands at concerts where i expected to hear certain songs and then i didn't hear them and then i was disappointed but then i also like took a step back and i was like well i mean they play it all the fucking time so they are probably sick of it so I don't know. That's just where I'm at right now with my uh comedy routine. Um not the whole routine, but just a little little bits and pieces. Um I actually was uh throwing around an idea that I uh about a a new sort of like thing I could add to my routine, uh to combine uh jokes with uh dancing. Um it's a little idea. I was just kind of thinking about. I'm not I haven't really worked it out other than thought it thought about it uh, but it's uh like maybe do like a joke and then do an interpretive, ja- interpretive dance of the joke or something uh that that was a bit of an idea that I had um but I would have to figure out first which jokes I want to do the interpretive dances for and then of course figure out a fucking dance um and hopefully make it look good and not well, I mean, it could be funny. It's supposed to be funny, but uh, I just want the dance part to be like, okay, that actually made sense for that joke. I just don't want to like dance around like an idiot and be like, "That's my interpretive dance for that joke." You know, uh, that doesn't that. There is no reason to do that, uh, in my opinion. Um, it has to make some sense. Um, so yeah, that's just an idea I had. Maybe I could do that for the jokes that I I'm feeling uh, less excited about. Maybe like. Adding adding a little something to those jokes um, Make it fun again for me Uh, Maybe that's what I need to do I don't know Um, Just uh, some thoughts I've been thinking about As far as 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 comedy goes And uh, all that So we shall see How that progresses down the line Um, But yeah So that's where I am right now uh in terms of uh writing and the thought process uh with my recent comedy shows um I did a show uh when was it it was wednesday uh the seventeenth at Rosie McCann's in Santa Cruz, and uh I was like more anxious than ever for that show. I don't know why I was really anxious, like um I got up on stage. And I was holding a mic, and my hand was shaking a lot. Uh, it was really weird. Um, like I felt like I had an uncontrollable shake weight in my hand. it was It was awkward. Um, so I had to hold the mic with both hands to like try to keep myself in check. I got through this set, but it was it was just like it was a little uncomfortable for me um, more than usual, and it's not because I hadn't performed it before I have uh but yeah I didn't I didn't get why um it was the first set I did in a while where I actually wrote down what I wanted to talk about beforehand and uh prior to that about the five like five or six shows bu- prior to that I hadn't really written out any kind of uh routine I just kind of like went up on stage and did the bits that came to my mind first and did it that way and I mean they worked out pretty well that's why I was doing it but for this specific show I was like okay I'm going to map out when I want to talk about this time but uh I don't know if that played a factor and that I was just thinking about it more like I didn't want to mess up I didn't want to go off track or something or maybe it was just a weird night I don't know I uh <laughs> it was <laughs> there was a funny <laughs> a funny part about the night before the show um I was uh getting a drink from the bar and then uh this uh Santa Cruz comedian named Prague He uh, came up to me, and he was like, oh, wow, you had a great set on Thursday. And I was like, I didn't perform on Thursday. And he was like, oh, wait, who are you? (laughs) I was like, I'm Wes. And he goes, oh, you didn't perform on Thursday? I was like, no. It was really weird um, that he was giving me a compliment for something I didn't do. Um, Mm -hmm. I should have just said oh thanks man I've been working on that a lot lately (laughs) Being funny And not being places Is so hard to do And uh, I've mastered it But uh, no I was honest and I said That was not me I don't know who you're thinking of Um, So of course I had to uh, um, Tag him on uh, Facebook and uh, Put him on blast so everybody knew He didn't know who I was um, even though he does, that was the weird thing. I was like, wait, you know who I am, dude. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what that was about. Um, but yeah, that was interesting at uh, Rosie McCann's that him not knowing who I am and then me being way more anxious than usual. That was a uh, really different for me. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that is, uh, pretty much an update on the comedy right now. Um, tonight, um, on Conan O'Brien, uh, the late, the late night with Conan on TBS tonight, Monday night, January 29th. Um, you probably won't listen to this podcast before it airs on TV, but uh, a good buddy of mine or a good comedy buddy of mine from, for a long time, Kellen Erskine is going to be on Conan tonight. So I suggest you check that out. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast after the fact, of course, uh, check out, teamcoco.com, uh, look for the clip of Kellen Erskine, um, I'm guaranteeing you, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm guaranteeing you, you will laugh, uh, this guy is really funny, uh, super, super funny, super nice guy, um, I'm so happy for him, and, uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this episode of the joke strap. um, just, uh, Got to keep on keeping things fresh, and uh, hopefully I'll see you at a show coming up again in San Francisco uh, this Tuesday. I will be there uh, tomorrow night at BuzzWorks in San Francisco. Come on out. Um, 7.30 p.m. show or the Matching Half Cafe in San Francisco as well Thursday night. Uh, Be there around 6.30 p.m. Um, Great shows. Um, Excited to be a part of them. So, uh, please come on out, support live comedy. Uh, it doesn't have to be those shows. You could go to other shows. I don't care. Just continue to support this. Um, we're working hard, uh, trying to make you laugh. So, and, uh, you know, the world gives more laughter, right? All right. Thank you all very much. Uh, have a great day. Have a great rest of the week. Um, have a great weekend. I don't know when you're listening to this, so I have to cover all my bases. Have a great month. Uh, have a great year. And, uh, I'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, Thank you all very much. See you later. Bye.